we're going to start in Isaiah chapter 65. We'll be starting with verse 17, and, and then we're going to go on through from there to the end of the book. It's not going to be a long series, maybe two or three sermons uh, at the most, I think, and we'll see what the Lord has planned with that. It's, this is talking about the future of Israel. Um, some of it involves, sort of involves uh, the, the churches also, the church, the bride, but it, uh, mostly about Israel and her uh, things that are going to happen in her future. If you want a, a more in-depth in study on this same thing, same topic, I mean, you'd have to go all the way back to chapter 58 and start there. I, I didn't want to go back that far for this short study. I just thought some things I've been reading recently and thought was interesting and thought I'd like to share and um, see what the Lord has for us with this. Um, like I said, if you go back to chapter 58, you see where he starts, where Isaiah starts with this talking about Israel in the end times, in the last days, and uh, specifically towards the, um, the, in the tribulation period and then after into the millennium. Um, some very interesting, uh, it's a very interesting study, like I said, if you want to go back that far, but for our study for the next few weeks, uh, we're going to try to get through verses 17 through 25 in chapter 65 and then next week we'll start chapter 66 and see how far we get there <clears throat> let's just start with uh, chapter 65 verse 17 and uh, it says for behold I create new heavens and a new earth and the former shall not be remembered nor come into mind now We've studied, since I've been pastor here in the last few years, we've, we've studied quite a bit on prophecy and on end times events. We've looked in uh, Revelation where he talks about um, creating a new heaven and a new earth. At the, end of the, at the end of the tribulation, after the battle of Armageddon is over with, uh, after, after the, the Lord has come and, uh, with his army from heaven and has destroyed the armies of uh, the false prophet and, uh, uh, and, and Satan there. Things um, go into the millennium at that point. And then we see at the end of the millennium, he, he rules with a rod of iron through the, through the millennium for a thousand years while Satan is locked away for a time. And then when he's loosed at the end of that time, and he comes back and there's another battle fought where he comes and tries to um, wipe out Israel and Jerusalem in particular and, and the Lord's people and the Lord takes care of all that at the end of the millennium and then you have the judgment the great white throne judgment and then you have all those who are not in the Lamb's book of life and Satan and all his fallen angels are sent to the lake of fire for all eternity and after all that is when you see God creates a new heaven and a new earth he makes everything all 
all over again. And, and some will say, and, and I tend to, this is just my thought on this, but I tend to think also that, that it's going to be very similar to what, it may, be, it may be exactly the same, I don't know, but uh, very similar anyway to what the first creation was like uh, in Genesis chapter 1. Uh, I believe that he's going to make everything new. It's going to look very similar to the way it did then. There's not going to be any sin on the earth. Um, everything, and, 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 and when this happens, it's not going to be just for a short time like it was with Adam and Eve. It's going to be for all eternity. Remember, Christ himself is going to come down with the, the new city of Jerusalem. He'll be living there and with, his, with his wife, the church. And at that time, she, you, you, if you read in Revelation, let's just turn over there. Um, in Revelation chapter, make sure I got this, in chapter 21 and verse 1, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. So at that time, this is when eternity starts. There's no more time after that. So when this happens... God himself, the triune God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, they're going to come down and dwell with man. Where? In the new city of Jerusalem. Um, he says God will wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. So all sin is taken away. Um, and we read that here, but if you turn back to Isaiah chapter 65, verse 17 again, For behold, I create new heavens and new earth, and the former shall not be remembered nor come into mind. So the old things are going to pass away. We're not going to remember our former life here on this earth. All sin is going to be gone. We're not going to have any remembrance of it. We're not going to see anything. Um, you know, there's those we, we think about sometimes, and, and I think we've all thought about what things are going to be like for eternity. Are we going to remember what things were like before? Well, he says we're not. At least not the sinful things. The things, uh, uh, and, and, you know, we, we here in this life, we think, well, when I get to heaven, I want to ask so-and-so, you know, John or Moses or Abraham. i got questions I want to ask them. There's things I don't understand in the, in the Scripture now I want to ask them. Well, depending on what they are, uh, for one, I don't think we're going to, we're, we're, that's not going to be our main, main concern. When we get there, it's going to be to worship the Lord, and that's it. Are we going to, are we going to be, Asking questions of the old saints, I don't know. The Bible doesn't tell us. I do know it tells us what we just read in Isaiah 7, uh, 65, 17, and in Revelation 21, we see that 
the old things are passed away. They're not even going to come to us. In, in 65, chapter 65, verse 17, he says, nor come into mind. We're not going to remember all those things. <clears throat> the sinful things for sure. Verse 18, but be ye glad and rejoice forever in that which I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem a rejoicing and her people a joy. Same thing we just saw in Revelation 21. She's going to, uh, Jerusalem, the new Jerusalem is going to come down as a bride adorned for her bridegroom. Um, and so she's going to be, he says, I create Jerusalem a rejoicing. She's going to be a glorious place, a place of rejoicing. That's where when we get to eternity, that's where all the nations are going to come to worship, to worship the Lord. Verse 19, and I will rejoice in Jerusalem and joy in my people and the voice, the voice of weeping shall be no more heard in her, nor the voice of crying. Same thing we saw in Revelation. There's not going to be, there's no, not going to be any more weeping or crying. All that's going to be over with. Think about it. Weeping and crying is caused normally by sin, is it not? It's by by distress or by grief. Uh, people say, well, they cry when they're happy. Well, it's still, um, it's that sentimental thing within us that causes that. Uh, but in in this day in in the time of the uh, of eternity there's going to be rejoicing and gladness but it's not going to be with tears it's, it's, I know it's kind of hard for us to understand but that's what he tells us verse 20 there shall be no more thence an infant of days nor an old man that hath not filled his days for the child shall die in a hundred years old, but the sinner, being a hundred years old, shall be accursed. So, now it's my understanding here, what he's talking about is, when he says, no more thence an infant of days. There's not going to be any more, there's no more babies born, there's no more infants. We're all going to be, and some say, if you go back and, and look at Adam and Eve, some say that, that God created them, to where their bodies were in the prime of life for, for uh, a human. Um, scientists and doctors will tell you that nowadays the, uh, the prime of a human's life is somewhere in their mid-20s, maybe early 30s. Um, so the, that's where they base they, people, and this is people smarter than I am, will tell you that that's when they think, that's the age they think Adam was created. And, and Eve also, um, but there will be no, there'll be no babies there. We won't have to grow up. We'll be the same age, forever. Um, nor an old man that hath not filled his days. So there's no young, no old, no infants, no old people. We're not going to grow old and have aches and pains and face death again. 
But he says, um, or he says, for the child shall die at 100 years old. In other words, we're just going to live forever. Uh, you will be young forever. Not as a child, but as whatever the prime of life is, that's what our age will be. And then he says, but the, the sinner being 100 years old shall be accursed. So the sinner, the ones who have gone to the lake of fire, are, they're also going to be the same age forever. Think about that. Uh, and I don't know what that is. I don't know if it will be in the prime of life or if it will be at the age that they died or, or what. I, I don't know. It doesn't tell us. But they're going to be accursed forever. Verse 21, And they shall build houses and inhabit them. And they shall plant vineyards and eat the fruit of them. Now, we see this happen in the millennium and also in, in eternity too. It seems that there's going to be um, houses built. People are going to have, to have places to live. We know that the new city of Jerusalem, God has provided a place. His, uh, Christ has, has built a home for his, for his wife, his future wife. But what about everybody else outside the city? What about all the other nations it talks about? Well, there's going to have to be something for them to live in also. Um, also in the millennium, they're, they're going to possess, there's going to be, well, in the millennium, you're still going to have cities and houses and everything left over from after the tribulation because the world, the earth has not been renovated yet. But uh, to keep in the theme here with what he's talking about, he's carrying on with what's going to happen in eternity. So they shall build houses and inhabit them and they shall plant vineyards and eat the fruit of them. They're going to, there's going to be things for us to do. Things for, even for those who are not in the bride, there's going to be things for them to do outside of worshiping the Lord. Our main focus is going to be for worshiping the Lord, and their main focus is going to be worshiping the Lord, but uh, they're, they're going to have responsibilities also. Remember, uh, and, and without going back there, but if you go to Revelation towards the end of the book, you see where there's going to be those, there's going to be people ruling over other people, in eternity even. Uh, so, and, and that's one of the promises to Israel that they would be ruling over other people. So, um, that's where all this comes from. Uh, in verse 22, they shall not build and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat. For as the days of a tree are the days of my people, and mine elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands. So, no one's going to come take, when, when they build a house and they plant a vineyard, nobody's going to come take anything away from them. That would be sin, right? If you come and stole it from them, it's, it's going to be for them and for them only. Um, you're not going to have nations trying to conquer each other. It's going to be peace for all eternity. They shall not labor in vain nor bring forth for trouble. For they are the seed of the blessed of the Lord and their offspring with them. So everything that they have belongs to the Lord. It's given to them by the Lord. 
they're not going to labor in vain. It's going to be for a purpose. And they're not going to have any trouble. Everything's going to be perfect. And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. Now, if you go back uh, in this, if you were to go back in this study, back to um, earlier in, in the book of Isaiah, you see where God tells Israel that there were times that when he called, they didn't answer. And there was times when uh, they were speaking, but he didn't hear them because they were following false gods. Um, they, they didn't hear what he had to say. They ignored what he had to say. They rebelled against what he had to say. The wolf and the lamb shall feed together, and the lion shall, shall eat straw like the bullock, and the dust shall be the serpent's meat. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountains, saith the Lord. So there appears there's going to be animals there, doesn't it? And they're not going to be meat eaters. What we normally think of as carnivores here, he talks about wolves and lions. They're going to eat grass and straw. They're not going to eat meat. That's going to that seems strange to us because we, we see these animals on television and maybe at the zoo or wherever and um, you see what they, you know, you, I'm sure we've all seen the movies or the cartoons where the zookeeper throws a huge steak out there to a lion uh, or a big chunk of meat. It's not going to be that way. For one, they won't be behind bars because there will be no fear of them. He says the wolf and the lamb shall, lay, shall feed together. They're going to eat together. They're going to be side by side. It's going to be a glorious time. And uh, we're not going to go any further tonight, but just know that this time that we're talking about here is, like I said, it's, it's after eternity starts, after he's renovated the earth and the, he the heavens and the earth, after God has come down and will be dwelling amongst his people. It's the same scene that we see, or very with a little bit more detail than, than what we see in, in Revelation 21. Revelation 21 is more geared towards the bride and the city, the new city of Jerusalem. Here, this is God telling Israel about what's going to happen with Israel. And so it will be with the next chapter. It'll be all about Israel. And so we'll pick up with uh, chapter 66 next time.